no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Hello, this is a podcast. It's called Cold Dog Soup and Mixtape. I'm Matt Hankins. That's Sean Majors. How you doing, Sean? I'm good. I just had a new year, new new podcast entrance. We're going to do it by the book. We're going to do everything the right way. This is the year we take off, Shiny. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, Matt. A little lightheaded because that that really that really rocked my block there. <laughs> well, I'm coming in with a big energy because I was telling Shawnee, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I just found a perfect soundboard recording of an Atlanta uh, Bob Dylan show that I'm pretty sure I was at from 2002. And um, I'm not going to lie, this is going to sound over the top, but I'd forgotten I could be this happy. I did not know I had forgotten what it was like to be truly just overjoyed with the thing. I'm so excited to finish listening to this, but I'm stopping this so we can talk about our music songs that we do on this podcast called Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. I'm Matt Hankins. That's Sean. Sometimes I call him Robin. Sometimes I call myself Larry. That's what we do in this podcast. Reset for all the new listeners who just joined in that didn't pop in when the show. They just skip right. We're just going to skip five, ten seconds inside it. Oh, no, we don't know what's going on. Oh, man, that host just reset it for us. He's great. That's what we do here. That is the this quality is entertainment the year you get from us. We finally take off, he says. <laughs> Oh man! I well, as you. you can tell, gang, I'm, I'm all hyped up on Dylan Juice, and I'm in a good mood because you know sometimes we do songs that I like, sometimes we do songs that Shawnee likes, but it's best when we do songs that both of us like, and mm-hmm. this is one of them. And it is. We did have to ask each other numerous times: Have we done this on the show before? Because it, heard it, it on like so many other have. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've definitely like we done would. this karaoke before. <laughs> we have at a place that I had to have a tuxedo to get in. Oh man, yeah, uh, that's another story. That, uh, but uh, yeah, I, for, I forgot that we're actually doing a podcast, not just chatting. But uh, um, this is a podcast called Cold Dog Soup. I'm Matt. That's Sean. This is the podcast that we do. That's a Rob. Sometimes he's Larry. Today's song is "Hey Jealousy" by the Gin Blossoms. Oh man, that's a good band from the '90s when we were growing up. Um, man, this like this band. I have a complete blind spot for because I missed it, missed every bit of it Mm -hmm. when it was out and popular, just, just missed it. Um, Had really the only memory of the gin blossoms I had at all is they, I think either, either Hey Jealousy, I think it was Hey Jealousy, uh, but it could have been Allison Road or Follow You Down was on one of those, now that's what I call music or some sort of when we used to advertise albums on TV of mm-hmm. compilations of the hits of the day. All the shit so my sister would buy. Yeah. So I remember, you know, three and a half seconds of what I believe to be, hey, jealousy. Um, mm-hmm. And saying, Jim, I'm like, what the hell's a gin blossom? Um, but I just, which is weird because even though I was not super into white people music back then, um, I was aware of it. I knew where Nirvana was and I knew Bush and all those other bands. And I loved Counting Crows. I loved them from the beginning. So this would have fit in there. I feel like if I had just paid attention to it, 
I would have been on this earlier, but I'm glad I had something to get into later. Um, and this thing especially is a real problem. This song's <laughs> a real problem. Um, it's, it somehow captures like the, uh, <clears throat> it captures the way you feel as a kid who can't drive, as a kid who just learned how to drive, and a person as a who, person who has made mistakes while driving and they won't let you anymore and driven for 20 years <laughs> or that too um yeah it's uh it's a problem like and um it, it to me the protagonist of this song um is 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 a problem because i feel like i re- i can relate to him but I shouldn't. I don't think I embody a lot of these characteristics in my actions, but I think it sums up sort of how I feel about myself. There's some weird 90s angsty thing that he taps into that I think that that's the, that's the lens I see myself through. I don't think it's the truth. I don't think that's an actual reflection of me in the song, but if I were to describe myself to me, I think this is what I would do, which also ties into he's a lot like Romeo from Romeo and Juliet, the Dire Straits song. Mm. They're similar dudes. So, and, and it's awful. It's the kind of guy that I don't want to be and hate. He's whiny, um, very needy. He's just a dude that's not very good, but I'm like, you know what? Give him a shot. Then I got to try. Maybe he'll pull it off this time. Wonder, so how do you, like you were, you were into this at the time. Was this, did you like this immediately? I liked it immediately just because, you know, I saw it on MTV and VH1 and, you know, this was 93. I was 10 years old or 92, I guess. So nine years old, 10 years old. And it just, um, it was, it was just a pop song that I loved. Um, It didn't, um, I didn't equate any feeling, any, like I I didn't, you know, um, I, 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 it didn't like it strike a chord with me on any like personal experience that I had. It was just a cool pop song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, fucking Santa Monica came out. Yeah. Ever clear. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and, losing my religion, like, you know. And that is a weird thing that I get to have as a person of my age, because I didn't listen to this stuff. I experienced these songs as an adult for the first time in most cases. Um, most of you know, any, any rock music from the 90s, yeah, I pretty much experienced as a, a college student, which is a very different experience for a person who is my age. Because like you said, you're nine when it came out, I would have been 11, 12, whatever. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have had those personal experiences either. But when I heard this shit then, <laughs> I certainly yeah. had had those experiences. And it was a very different take on it. And I mean, you know, I'll I'll forget about the Gin Blossoms and then realize that I deeply love like eight or nine of their songs and run through them. And that'll happen like once a year. Um, But this is probably going to be the first time that I that we actually that I actually like, you know, have dived into dove into the actual fucking grammar dude you don't don't expect no helper or or hatred from me (laughs) um you could have said dove did it i wouldn't have said a word dove did it (laughs) and uh it just um i i I think i think there's gonna be a real come to come to buddha uh meeting because i think the lyrics are eventually going to describe the scumbag that i would grow into be in the years uh between 2006 and let's say 2010 so let's get into the prophetic nature of the gym blossoms. <laughs> it's called Hey Sean. <laughs> um, 
Tell me, do you think it'd be all right? Oh, I'm sorry. This is Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. Tell me, do you think it'd be all right if I could just crash here tonight? You could see I'm in no shape for driving. Anyway, I got no place to go. So already, we already know this dude ain't shit. Um, he is a, he is struggling. He's the man down in his luck on the fourth night of his drink. I don't know why I assume he's drunk, but I always assume he's drunk. I don't he's know in why. no shape for driving. I guess that's why. I mean, that, which that could be a lot of reasons, but yeah, probably drunk. Um, that opening, a song with a good opening is, you know, like a book with a good opening. We, that, that thing will make the rounds on Twitter all the time. Like, hey, what's some of the best first lyrics? And this isn't anything special. Like, you know, it's not some uh, landmark songwriting, but it does set the tone and it tells you everything you need to know. It reminds me of like replacement songs. It is, yeah, here he yeah. is. We know he's a loser. What we've <laughs> got to figure out now, is he the lovable loser or is he just a dirtbag? I have a uh, dumb genius annotation for oh, you. I love him. You know I love a genius annotation. He shows up at her place in the evening, but he's prepared for this. Like the ancient Spartans, he functionally burned the bridge behind him and set it up so she can't say no. Here he's playing on her kindness that she won't kick him out. I hate you know, genius. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a bad, that's, it's a bad sight. Your explanation shouldn't be longer than the fucking stanza. <laughs> hey, he's drunk. Drunk guy showed up at girl's house. Can I like, uh... you might recall some other scenes like this from the lady from the offspring song, self-esteem. <laughs> she was drunk again and ready to score. God, what a great song. We got to do that too. Um, the, uh, yeah, uh, a little too close to home because, you know, there, there have been times when either I've been like, Hey, you know, do you mind if I, you know, crash here or, Hey, well, you know, you can just, if, if I have people over or when I, if I had people over at that time, um, I don't do this to people anymore, but, uh, you know, it'd be like, Hey, yeah, you can crash here. You know, you can take the bed. I'll take the couch. And then eventually it's like, he will give you his bed. I can attest to that. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you try to play the cuddle game. Sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. As long as everybody wants to play the cuddle game, it's fine to play the cuddle game. Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Consensual cuddle game. Consensual. Consensies. <laughs> um, the guy just, and the scumbaggery begins here. It I does. Think, if it hasn't already. And you know, it might not be that bad. Which is fine. We're fine up to here. So far... So far, we don't know enough about him to make any decisions. It's just, this is a scene that's played out, like you said, a thousand times over. Um, we don't, we can, we can surmise that as our, as that genius annotator did, that he had burned his, like, whatever. But we can surmise that this was all a setup. Um, but maybe not. Maybe he's just fucked up and can't go home until. You were the best I ever had. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I hate that. I hate that term. Not just mm. because it like it, mm. it it implies that the woman is like a product. Yeah, yeah. Or or yeah. the the partner is a product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, man, you only have the balls to say that when you're when you're drunk. Uh, not even then. Not even then. Never mind. Not even then. There's been times in my life that that would not have resonated like it does now, but in the in the times that we live in now where women especially have been vocal about their experiences that mm -hmm. fucking line 
does not age well. That's no, a not. bad line. And look, I think anybody that knows me knows that I'm not going to be over the top about those kinds of things. Like, of course. I'm not, yeah. It doesn't age gonna, well. I'm not going to put on the fucking armor of, a, of an ally just to be doing it. But that line, when I read it today, um, realized like, ooh, shit, that kind of shapes you. I think about this character in a different way than I did previously because that's bad. <laughs> and it's especially really, with the scene of him being drunk on her doorstep. Come on, baby. Just, mm, we were good. We were good once, weren't we? Oh, we were so good once we, we made a connection. Oof. I feel oof. so close to you. Oof. Um, if I hadn't blown the whole thing years ago, I might not be alone. So now we see that like they have a history. It's not it's not me showing up at your door. Right. I mean, maybe it is. I'm, I'm sure you're a, you're a very generous and, and tender lover. A generous but, lover. Generous I mean, lover. <laughs> <laughs> but now we know that you know this person uh, is um, is there because he's trying to literally get his foot in the door and then literally get something else into something else. Yeah, and like the line specifically, if I hadn't blown the whole thing years ago, that could be a little bit of redemption it could be mm -hmm. like that like, look i know i fucked this up i i know it's done but if you could just give me a place to sleep where i don't crash my car and die i would appreciate that from you like that could be okay except for the follow-up of i might not be alone is the problem because that that even <laughs> that even makes it worse that makes the previous line even worse because it's he's not saying man if i hadn't fucked this up i'd still get to be with you and we were really good and i really enjoyed my like no it's just like i would have somebody and that's brutal. bad it's brutal man bad because nothing nothing really gets the the ladies ginned up by uh gin blossomed you know, up gin, gin blossomed up uh more than I'm, I'm a sad bastard. I'm a sad, lonely bastard. I'm drunk. Um, I will go to jail if you don't let me in here. Uh, so you have to save me. Your you orgasm or mine. Me. Like that's not <laughs> like how to. And that is where I really where it hits me is like because those are the kind of thoughts you might have. We've yeah. had the we have those thoughts. Those are natural. Oh, Those course. are natural boy thoughts, and they're bad thoughts <laughs> to have. I hate that I have them. I hate natural that I natural boy thoughts is definitely like their uh, third record was amazing. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like it's like a uh, like a Smashing Pumpkins Australian import. <laughs> You're not wrong, <laughs> and it's Na just James Ehod talking for some reason. <laughs> He's making a grocery list. I had a friend who stole her girlfriend. Out in California, he moved Who's to San Francisco. Girlfriend? James Eha. Oh, you said her. I was confused. Did James Eha transition into how he's? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, did you have a friend who stole James Eha's girlfriend? Yes. Got sorry. <laughs> um, she lost. So she lost on that exchange, sight unseen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, now the narrator is ready to sweeten the pot. Because it's not just uh, tonight that's going to no, be... No, uh... no, this nigga has set up <laughs> breakfast. He set up breakfast. I was watching, as you know, I've been watching Baroness Von Sketch show mm -hmm. again through, and there's a, there's a skit show. where they are tackling the subject of adult dating, and it starts with a text exchange between two people who are enjoying a new relationship, 
and the man asks for nude pictures. And the woman is trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate this landscape. She says, you know what? That's what people are doing now. I'm going to participate. And so the, this, the comedy is her going through this ridiculous setup of trying to take the perfect nude picture in which she decides to uh, just go to his house, wait for him to open the door and then just flash him. And say, I'm guessing this is the Kevin McDonald looking woman. Yes. I apologize for not remembering any of their names. Because no, I'm old. Not because they're women, not because I shouldn't, just because I'm old. I think um, it's I think we're both distracted by the uh great theme song as well as the great theme. Everything theme. about it's wonderful. But at the at the end of the bit, um she says, Oh, how about dinner on Tuesday? He says, Yeah, and then he hits her with maybe breakfast on Wednesday. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's bad. Same line here. He set up a next day, a next fun day for him. Tomorrow we can drive around this town, let the cops chase us around. The past is gone, but something might be found to take its place. God damn it. I, I love it. it. I love it so much. I, I love hate, it so much. I, I love those two lines. I, love I hate how lines. good the lines are, but I also hate how awful he is. Oh, he's awful. He's awful. He's fucking awful. And I, again, I'm not saying this in a place to get clicks and likes from someone because that's not what I do. Like, I would not tell you this shit oh. if I didn't believe it. But I cannot view this song through the same prism that I always viewed the song through in this day and age. I like to think he's slurring this. Oh, God. he's Also, he's gorgeous in my mind. He's yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> so the thing is, just to kind of bring down the party a little bit, but this is the year we take off, so we have to tackle the, the big the issues. Stuff. We got to tackle but, the big issues. So this is written by Doug Hopkins, who was <laughs> kicked out of the band right before the Gin Blossoms hit it big. Ooh. He, he wrote this. He wrote Lost Horizons. Uh, he wrote Hold Me Down, uh, Found Out About You. A lot of like those seven or eight uh, Gin Blossom songs that everybody knows. He did yeah. not write Allison Road. But so he gets uh, kicked out of the band um, before this single that he wrote hit it big, and then he ODs. Hmm. Um, somebody should have let him sleep on their couch, I guess. He ODs on somebody else's couch. Yeah. <laughs> but so he ODs, and that's why the next their sophomore record is called Congratulations, I'm Sorry, is because at the same time, people were telling them, oh my God, congratulations on this new hit. By the way, sorry to hear about Doug. Ew. Shit's dark, man. I'm telling you, the the, the blossoms got some layers, baby. Well, it's like a blooming onion. I'm glad you brought that up because that gets lost in their sound sonically. Yes, that's another problem with this song. As far it's as such like a happy song, how we're approaching it thematically is it's just big open chords and soaring, but soaring choruses. And, you know, their, their sound is kind of, it's akin to the birds a little bit. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's very happy up music and that throws you off. Yeah. It's you like semi charm life. Yeah. 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 It, it's very similar. You don't think about, and then you know, that chorus is fun and cool and all the stuff happens and you don't really pay attention to what's going on, but this is a bad scene and this poor woman's got to say no. Because he ain't shit. And I mean, it's, if you kind of, uh, if you kind of look at it from, you know, a guy who, who, the guy who wrote it was battling mental health issues and substance abuse um, and eventually committed suicide by, by OD. No, we can't. We maybe didn't mean to. Like that's. Been having a good time. Can't, we can't, we can't measure a man's intentions on the level of time he had. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
Um, the, uh, you know, it's, it's even kind of darker if you see, you know, this, cause I mean, this might be his last chance. Mm-hmm. But the past is gone, but something might be found to take its place is a very good lyric. And in it. the hands of a better protagonist, mm-hmm. it might be okay. <laughs> um, hey, jealousy, hey, jealousy, hey, jealousy, hey, jealousy. No clue. I don't know what that's supposed to tell us. Is that the, is that the other character's name? Um, maybe that's how he blew, he blew the whole thing years ago. Maybe, maybe. Maybe that's why he's alone. Um, it, it, you know, the, I'm sure, what does genius tell us? Shawnee, what does genius tell us it means? Oh, uh, there's a four paragraph. Uh, or give it to me. Fucking give it to me. Uh, <laughs> no answers are, are, are provided. <laughs> so for years, I loved this song, but was stumped by why he kept saying jealousy. Why is that the title? It sounds like he knows he did something wrong. He blew it, but nothing in the song really gives us a hint, just that he did something so bad the relationship ended. The best I could come up is with this girl's name is Jealousy and that she had hippie parents. <laughs> How many great songs about lost love? The title is the other person's name, but that's not it. See, their other big hit off this album is a song called, about cheating called Found Out About You. He was totally into her until he whispers her name at the bus stop, found out about nights at the schoolyard, right? Jealousy, all caps. If you listen to that song alone, it's the song of a jaded male who thought he was in love while the girl didn't seem that interested in him. But if <laughs> this is turning into popular by not a surf. But if the next song you hear is this one, it takes a new meaning. He was the jealous lover in the other song, demeaning his love, but the action that drove her away, causing him to get drunk and show up at her doorstep to oppress this song express this song hey jealousy is him bemoaning the emotion of jealousy that screwed up his whole life by screwing up this one relationship by living found about you hence the wail on jealousy it is his own jealousy he's angry at. too many words but a uh, a cogent point literally um, could have just said the last sentence uh-huh also could just be that the real name had that many syllables in it and he didn't want to use the person's real name <laughs> It's like Pulaski, Tennessee. Exactly. Could have just not fit the meter. Yeah, it's also her a possibility. Kate. <laughs> hey, Kate. Hey, Catherine. I'd have went with hey, seriously. <laughs> hey, hey, seriously. <laughs> so why did when we did the song karaoke, did we change Hey, Jealousy to telling you what? I think we had just been locked in a loop where we just kept saying, I'm telling you what all the time. I was just, you know, you, I'd gotten locked in one of those Hankins loops probably that week at work where I was just saying, I'm telling you what, uh, and there it came. That makes sense. Remember when that uh, X-49er uh, uh, bouncer wouldn't let you in because uh-huh. you were black and then he died? Mm-hmm. Tell me, next verse, tell me, do you think it'd be all right if I could just crash here tonight? You can see I'm no shape I think you driving. skipped something, buddy. Anyway, I got no place to yeah, go. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's my bad. First two. You can trust me not to think and not to sleep around. If you don't... So we're good. We're, we're okay. We're, we're kind of okay. I mean, trust me not to think. That's a, that is a bit of self-deprecation that's probably a lie um, and also probably not what anybody wants in a partner. But I understand the logic. Like, hey, I'm not the smart one here. I'm not going to try to rule over you, tell you what to do. Um, Okay, I'll let him have that one. Not to sleep around. Cool. Originally was written, you can, test, you can trust me not to drink. Doug Hopkins uh, insisted that it not be changed. But of course, uh, after he died, they changed it to, you can trust me not to think. Okay. All right. Even better. Even better. Because <laughs> they I, knew that was a damn lie. <laughs> I think think is a better line. 
It is. It, it's a better line. Still has some some negatives. It has some drawbacks, but it you is. You can trust me not line. to overanalyze things. Yeah. And, yeah. And not to sleep around. Okay. You, okay. We're all right. And here comes another one. If you don't expect too much from me, you might not be let down. This is not a good boyfriend. This boyfriend <laughs> is bad. This is a bad boyfriend. It's um, a it's it's one of those things where like you know you're you're joking and then as it's coming out of your mouth it's like oh shit that's the god god's honest truth yeah yeah it is that is that is you are the possum living in my garbage of my heart um, <laughs> that is like that's a that's a a, a soul crushing lyric to have mm-hmm. to deliver about oneself um, and it sucks it it is a moment of truth it might be the only moment of truth in this song sure. Uh, but it is definitely the truth. Uh, and it, no, just, just say no, turn him into the night, turn him away from your doorstep. Do not have it darkened by this booze hound who just can't put that booze down. Cause all I really want is to be with you feeling like I matter to God damn feeling like I matter too is. Oh, 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 fucking brutal. Like, I mean, at every stage in at, at some stage in all of our lives, I'm sure that we have ve- measured our own value, whether or not we were with somebody or, you know, the, the quality, quote unquote, of the person that we were with. And, you know, he's painting a picture here of a thing that didn't work so well in the first place. Like in the beginning, this thing was great. Yeah. Like in the first stanza, He's painting out a great relationship that he fucked up. But as he's telling us more about it, this thing didn't work either because, you know, if you don't expect too much from me, might not be let down as bad. But feeling like I matter too is sort of a an accusation at the partner here because clearly he didn't feel like he mattered. Probably shouldn't because he's given me a lot of evidence that says he was very bad <laughs> at this. But like that is, that's another moment of truth in this, or at least his truth, as it were, um, that, that paints this picture. Think about being the dude who just said, you don't expect too much from me, and then is like feeling like he didn't matter. You, you understand how this thing turned out the way that it did. I hadn't blown the whole thing years ago. I might be here with you. See, that's the lyric he needed in the first part. And I don't mean that from a song structure part. The song's fine, but I mean from from a if we are wanting this story to be told as good in in a way that is healthy and good, that's the lyric in the first part where instead of saying I might not be alone, that's the lyric that that's the fuck that's the way you persuade this person is i might be here with you rather than i just wouldn't have anybody i wrecked a dodge (laughs) tomorrow we can drive around this town let the cops chase us around past is gone but something might be found to take its place why do we need the fucking cops to be chasing us like how is that a good day i think it's you know just like promising gliding it yeah, we're going to, I'm going to give you like, maybe, maybe it's, it's like something that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, remember the times that like the cops chased us around? Well, that good. How about bitch make a brunch plan? Like, <laughs> come on. This person is letting you into their home to sleep on their couch at worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's get a brunch plan together, bud. Not a fucking oh. crime spree. We got that instrumental break. We uh, repeat the chorus there. 
um, which I think that's kind of like, you know, as uh, as another uh, acclaimed songwriter uh, such as myself, um, when you're really proud of a line, you're going to yeah. say it a lot. Run it back. Run that the, shit back. The past is gone, but something might be found to take its place. I'd have ran that shit back. If I wrote that, I'd have ran that shit back. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, and then, yeah, and then they don't address any new ground. Um, and that, you know, could be part of, well, we didn't have any new ground to address because the song was written and then the guy that wrote it is gone. So we're just going to fucking run it back, which is fine. Um, but it, it loses its steam the second time around because that's where by doing it the second time, it just becomes a pop song. And the repetition just makes that fun things to say because you yeah. know they're cool lines and they're fun to say. If you don't repeat it, if you just leave this song at the la at the screaming of the hey jealousies, I think it feels different. Yeah. Because the repetition just, oh, this is a song we can sing. But the truth all happened and we don't get any more new truth after the fact in the repetition. We just get a bunch of a uh, bunch of questions because you know he repeats a bunch of stuff and then hey jealousy she took my heart well there's only one thing I couldn't start and I don't know what it is. Well let's go to Landsberg Law who also gave us the um Hey, jealousy uh, suppositions. Okay, so this lyric is the greatest mystery I have in my entire music listening life. <laughs> Listen to more music. I love this song. I've transcribed it, and I've tried to annotate the parts that I can. I'm still not sure why it's called Hey, Jealousy. There's no real lyrics about jealousy, and the other lyrics don't sound like jealousy. I assume she just had weird parents who gave her a hippie name, but what the hell couldn't he start? I know I need to know this and I'm scared the answer died with the guitarist. He couldn't get he st couldn't start getting sober. He couldn't start his relationship. What the hell couldn't he start? <laughs> well, if as you tell me the original lyric was not to drink, he is implying he'd already started that, which is a lie because we he's in no shape for driving, so he's probably he's high on something, we would assume. Or he wrecked the Dodge. I mean, it's possible that he wrecked the Dodge. Um, I don't know. I don't have a guess on the one. It, it does feel like a broken lyric. It feels like maybe he was planning on, because in sort of songwriting structure, after you do the, with as much repeating as there, it feels like that whole, that's a lot of repetition. If they had just repeated that chorus, or repeated one of the stanzas, okay? They basically repeat the whole damn song for the last bit and then just oh, yeah. punch that in. They so just it, sing the song twice. Yeah, they sing the song twice, which is not, not unheard of. Yeah, of course. But the fact that it ends with that, there's only one thing I couldn't start, it does feel like maybe this was not completed. It just wasn't finished. And so they just said, that's a great place. That's a great cliffhanger to end this on. Yeah. Um, because I can't think of anything that's in the song that he's pointing to. Um, and, you know, maybe he didn't mean to. That's entirely possible. He wanted to leave that ambiguous. But there's nothing that's clear because he, he could it be start to getting sober. Could it be start to just being a decent dude. Uh, maybe fucking shaving that beard a little bit. Any of that. <laughs> maybe not dressing in a cool white T-shirt and jeans all the time, which is how he exists in my mind. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he what he couldn't start. Maybe it was the Dodge, and he tried to start the Dodge, <laughs> I think that's and what that's was. what led him to be at her doorstep. Oof. 
I tell you, uh, love the gin blossoms. I think till I hear it from you is going to be my favorite, um, <clears throat> favorite song uh, from them, uh, which I fit, which I, I think I first heard off of the Empire Records soundtrack, which is Fun a very fact, never seen it. Ooh, I know that sounds crazy. I know. I bet. I, that's why, like, let's I watch missed it. it. I missed it at the time where I think I would have loved it. Yeah, and then. I got older, and I bet I would hate it. Crazy star power. Mm -hmm. Boom, Liv Tyler. Boom, how about some Renee Zellweger? Boom, Ethan Embry. Boom, Anthony LaPaglia, I think. Just a bunch of people I don't want to watch and stuff. Robin Tunney from The Craft. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, for me, no other Gin Blossom song even comes close. Like, the others are good. They're fine. Uh... I don't know of any band though that seems quite as dated sound wise. Like they are like, Hey, jealousy is 1992. Yeah. <laughs> it cannot exist in any other universe. No, no, it is 1992. It cannot exist before that. It cannot exist after that. It is a specific sound. Um, and it's 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 a good sound, but it's also one that, as soon as you hear it, it's hard to take in the the, the lyrics as um, as anything in the present. It's just like a museum piece. Um, I quote uh, one uh, Jason Michael Isbell. On October 14th, 2017, on Twitter, there still ain't a damn thing wrong with Hey Jealousy. There's not. There's <laughs> not. I mean, it, it, it does all the things it should do. Um, it fools you. I like a song that fools you a little bit. I like, to, I like to have a song that I've known for years and never, and it's just so good in how it's put together that you don't, uh, you don't dig into the lyrics. And then when you do dig into them, then it's a different song. Um, and you it never is, know how it's going to hit you. I just, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it is very weird because like, I, I always kind of like viewed it as, you know, both when I could and could not identify with it. Um, I always kind of viewed it as, well, the narrator is a lovable fuck up, but you're right. Like the might not be that bad line. It's like the kind of things that people use the phrase might not be that bad to describe. It's the word, it's all the sad things. <laughs> Like yeah. it is, it's like, you know, uh, it's, it, yeah, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Mm-mm. But, but this song can make me want to fucking drive around fast. It could make me want to have a good time. And there's times where it just cuts your heart right out. You never know what, Hey, jealousy might do to you in on any given day. Um, it, re- I don't know if it's underrated because obviously it was a very popular song and yeah. a lot of people like it, but I don't know. I still don't know if it gets as just desserts as like a seminal work from then because this, the band didn't go on to be as big as some of their contemporaries did. And they were on the very tail end of that sound. That sound didn't last very long. 93 we're off to some other shit by then. So on a recent episode and I, I can't remember what, but you kind of lumped in Marilyn Manson to uh, a couple other bands that I 
not in a million years would have would have lumped them into I, I can't remember what it was but um where where do you kind of like put these like uh uh gin blossoms um <clears throat> uh what's the john popper band um blues traveler blues traveler uh you know you have you have sugar ray coming in at this time like what are maybe it's because we lived through this time but like they're all distinctly different bands to me but like to a 20 year old like is it just all noise is it all the same I think those bands existed out of time. Um, like the REM album. They sat in a place that you think about what was competing with them on the radio at this time. You know, grunge had hit. Grunge was starting to happen. Yeah. Um, Hip hop was starting to change. Gangster rap music was becoming a commodity and becoming mass outputted. And so these guys didn't have time to, to flesh themselves out. Uh, you're not far from Radiohead showing up. It's also that weird time out. where like crappy 80s metal <clears throat> turns into ballads that turns into like Guns N' Roses. Yeah, now what these band, and because their time was so short, we don't think about them a lot. And, and their subsequent work wasn't as good because while this sounds dated, um, while, while this sounds of a time, this is 1992. Everything after that sounds dated because the time moved so quickly. Music changed so fast in that small window. You know, 95 fucking uh, melancholy is coming out. Yeah. Like the, their window was so tiny that they couldn't, they couldn't get a, a, any traction. Um, I struggle to tell you all those songs that I know of the Gin Blossoms. I certainly couldn't tell you what record they were on. No. Because, and they, they were sort of operating off of like the singles model of the past because everything was a single for the Gin Blossoms, <laughs> but they didn't have a great record to back it up. Couldn't even tell you the name of the record that this was on right off the top of my head. So uh, I'm calling this 93 just even though the uh um the the album came out in um new miserable experience came out in uh in 92 but i'm gonna call this 93 um dream lover mariah carey that's the way love goes janet jackson i do anything for love won't do that meatloaf another sad love song tony braxton the top songs are all r&b yeah look um, at how the world's starting to switch yeah it's starting to change on them rock is is experience it's not dying but what we knew of it is coming out of of a of a different cocoon and it's weird because i mean this is also like heart-shaped box <clears throat> mr jones comes out and of course cantaloupe of course cantaloupe i mean us three love us fantasia three. come on i mean that's but all <laughs> that shit is happening the world is starting to move a lot faster and so all these bands that did not have something marketable like counting crows i love and i'm biased towards they fall into this too except for adam duritz is a recognizable face to yeah. put on his band no one knows who robin wilson is do not if there was a member of gin blossoms that just delivered my jimmy johns i would <laughs> not know that it was a gin blossom who did i just they, they're faceless blues traveler weird because john popper is certainly a face to put yeah. on that band it's also a face that you don't want to look at. 
<laughs> and it's a I was face. about to say, like, he's famous because he's a big fat guy. But not, and then wasn't. Then wasn't yeah. a big fat guy yeah. anymore. So, um, and, you know, again, out of sync. Like, they don't fit anything. He's a harmonica guy. Yeah. Doesn't fit anything in that time. Completely associated <laughs> with that time. Um, the Gin Blossoms also suffer from, I don't have a memorable music video from them. You can also yeah. trace it to that. Blues Traveler gets a little more heat because the Wizard of Oz video. Oh man, she so was it's the, it's the time of the music video and the Gin Blossoms didn't really do a thing on that. So that's a part of the puzzle too. Also, I mean, I distinctly remember hearing run around on, <clears throat> on the radio and thinking it was the Counting Crows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the Gin Blossoms sort of sounded enough outside of that sound yeah. that they just didn't sit anywhere. And it's crazy. It's crazy to think that like how this song was so popular, but it just, it took up such a small space, I guess is the way to the yeah. to put it because 93 was so fucking weird because there were so many different subgenres that yes. were popular. Yes, absolutely. It, it is, it is sort of a precursor to the world we know now where before that, you know, there were big, big tent poles. Here is the R and B section. Here's the country section. Here's the rock section. Things fit into that. Well, Nirvana shows up. Where the fuck do you put that? Yeah. That's rock and roll, but it damn sure ain't the rock and roll that was over here. Mm -mm. Um, hip hop starts to change, and we're no longer saying my name is X and I'm here to Y. We're shooting <laughs> the fucking cops. Where yeah. does that go? Um, there's this influx of all it's these new R&B. Yeah, all these new R&B groups show up. And they don't sound like New Edition. They so sound many like R and B else. groups. Like they sound like something else. And where? Do, and I mean, is ninety three is when Creep by Radiohead came out. Also true. So like, why do you? Where do you? Is that just pop? That's the problem. Who knows what it is? And we mm -hmm. didn't know what it was. And so then the the splintering starts. So think about how that works. Um, because radio still was big here, and MTV is big. So Obviously, to be big, you got to have a kick-ass music video. You can be a little more edgy on MTV. Gangster rap can work on MTV because you can have cool visuals. Um, Nirvana can work on MTV because Kurt Cobain's a fucking dreamboat, and they don't sound like anything else. Mm. Well, then radio gets in the gets in the game, and it's um, okay. We're uh, we're a grunge station. <laughs> when you we're, said uh, radio gets in the game, I was picturing fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. actually <laughs> putting on. Putting on the helmet and marching onto the field. <laughs> and no shorts he loved to wear. Oh, but radio. radio starts to divvy up and say, okay, we're not going to play Poison. We're going to play alternative music. Yeah. Well, the Gin Blossoms ain't alternative. No. The Gin Blossoms are a straight up rock and roll band. They don't uh, fit there. Blues Traveler doesn't fit there. And while they might get played over there, they don't fit. They don't fit on this station. They don't fit on that station. And so they just sort of get lost to antiquity. I mean, where do you put Toad the Wet Sprocket? Where do you put Toad the Wet <laughs> I just want to name fucking bands. Where do you put the toadies? Where do I'm, the butthole surfers go? I'm pretty, the meat puppets. I'm pretty sure the Lion King soundtrack is, is, is. <laughs> All this, this shit is happening. <laughs> this landmark touchstone shit. I would all love, these different genres are popping off and we don't know where to put everything. And so I some would, of it just don't make it. I would love to pick like a, uh, just a random Sunday in uh, 93 and just listen to like the Casey Kasem's top 40. I'm here for that. <laughs>
fucking I'm here for interstate a long love songs, play, but... watch along. Everybody gather around your computers. Me and Shawnee are going to watch Casey Kasem's request and dedication. We might go with the Rick D's because it's shorter. Yeah, yeah. Rick we D's. Might go with Rick uh, D's top 10. There was a Steve Garabedian Saturday Night Dance Party. Do you remember that? I don't know that one. This is just two old fucks just saying things that they remember. <laughs> <laughs> they escaped their last couple of brain cells. Oh. I think we've covered the gym blossoms. Hey, Jesse, <laughs> great aplomb. I think we did it. This, this is a podcast. It's off. called Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. Uh, this is the year we take off. Uh, but yeah, like it's a fucking stone cold jam, but it's one you got to pay attention to, guys. And listen, boys, if you're out there and you hear this song and you think, yeah, man, that's how you do it. That ain't how you do it. Mm-mm. Don't do it that way. Mm-mm. Do it a different way. This has been Cold Dog Soup. See